Welcome to the Hex Podcast. Podcast. Uh, today we are here with uh, Liv, Elizabeth, Audrey and Jackie and myself, Shifra, and we are here to chat about uh, female empowerment and the um, magical benefits of weightlifting um, sort of in recognition of International Women's Day, which is taking place on March 8th. Um, so I guess to kick off, it would be really, really great just to kind of quickly go around the group, uh, get a little bit of an introduction, so kind of what your background is and kind of how you fell into the world of strength training. So Liz, do you want to go first? Yeah, so I have been a member of HEX uh, since August. I did my foundation sessions to kind of introduce me to the types of um, exercises and, and weights that we will be using here. Um, I did do some small group training in the past, but this is my first introduction to kind of a neutral type of training where I do exactly the same as everyone else in the class, regardless of who they are and what they're strength levels are etc and what was it about strength training and sort of the hex programming that kind of made you want to do it um so it's kind of the progressive side of things so something where you can see yourself getting better that makes you keep going because then there's achievements and uh you it's something that you just enjoy more if there's something you just stay the same at you probably would drop out Mm -hmm. after a while because it would get boring um and also just feeling strong makes just everything in life easier, whether it's lifting your suitcase when you're traveling or um, whatever you're doing around the house, it just, it just, you just feel a lot better about yourself. Amazing. Um, Liv, you've obviously been with Hex for quite a long time and yeah. you actually changed your career yeah. because of it. So, so like, t- tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, so uh, I'm now one of the coaches at Hex, but um, yeah, I joined Hex as a member Whenever they started out, I don't know, 2016, <laughs> five, six years ago, something like that. Um, I, with no um, background in strength training at all, and in fact, I remember when I, 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 you know, I got on obviously with Chris and Phil, and they kind of like drew me in as they do, um, uh, and kind of like loved their classes. But I was always like, when I started, way more thinking that I would do more of like the hit start classes and all that kind of stuff. And actually, I think as like Liz just said, when you start to see the progress that you can make in strength training and the changes that makes to your uh, both physical and like mental kind of um, state. uh, Yeah, that was like really positive and just be able to like build on that. And and actually, and as well, like being in a community as we are in Hex and being able to support each other, that's kind of what, I always had an interest in doing moving into more fitness. I didn't know I would be doing strength training as a PT um, probably um, five years ago. But yeah, that all kind of like pushed me, I suppose. I don't think if I hadn't been doing the type of training that I was doing that I would have necessarily um, changed career. So yeah, lots of changes. And you do quite a lot of work with kind of pre and postpartum women at the moment. So it'd be yeah. really, really great to a little bit later on in the conversation to have a little bit more of a you yeah. about that because I think that's a really important yeah element. that's got a whole another re- ream of uh, benefits in terms of strength training for that for those women so yeah amazing and Audrey you are our newest member yeah <laughs> so yeah I joined um, Hex a month and a half ago mm-hmm. or something like this so for me uh, I wasn't uh, really into weightlifting um, at all uh, before I was just uh, but I was like very sporty doing uh, lots of uh, 
any kind of sports. I changed gyms like so many times because I always got uh, really bored. And what I realized it was that I didn't have any purpose. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I'm training, I'm being fit, but I don't have anything to work towards. Yeah. And what I uh, really like with, with this kind of trainings is that you really, really have something to work towards because you're like, okay, so what's my next step now? Can I try a little bit more, a little bit more? And I like this really uh, iterative stuff where you're really... You're not like all of a sudden gonna lift like 80 kilos, but you're building up piece by piece. And at the end, you realize what you're capable of doing, which I think is really interesting and you really like get onto it. So I think yeah, it's really um, a really good work. I think one of the best parts about it is that, you know, you do sort of set yourself mini goals that you can kind yeah. of keep achieving again and again and again. Do yeah. my goals between Christmas and my birthday and then I'll do it again. I think that's quite a really, it's a very rewarding part of what yeah. we do here. Yeah, definitely. I think also the events that uh, you organize, it gives you a little bit of uh, yeah of purpose and goals. So I think it's really nice as well. Amazing. Well, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Jackie, I think we've been on a podcast before together. We have a women's <laughs> podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess my background is I started with Hex about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. um, I have been lifting weights probably for a long time um I started probably lifting them more like I after running a marathon um I noticed like even though training for like running and doing all of that like my body didn't really change that much and I just kind of wanted to focus on something different so I started more focusing on lifting weights and that sort of thing and then I just noticed a much bigger change in my physical appearance mm -hmm. like you would think you know doing all this running you'd probably look a certain way but it's actually the opposite um but yeah, so like one of the things that I really liked about Hex and I think everyone was saying is just, you know, the variety of classes that they have and like having a goal and going towards that. And I just get like really excited about it, you know, being a strong girl. Like yeah. I love doing more pull-ups than the boys. Um, <laughs> it's just kind of like one of these things that I don't know, makes me feel good about myself. But because, um, yeah, like uh, we can do pre pretty much most things ourselves as well. So, so yeah, I just like a bit of the competition piece and like doing like the Hex games and those yeah. sorts of stuff. It's just like doing things that I wouldn't normally do in a gym and it just like kind of mixes it up a bit and like, you know, having different exercises, it just, yeah, adds another flavor and, you know, you don't really get as bored. Mm -hmm. So that's a big thing. Cause just coming into the gym and lifting a weight like five times, three reps is like, or whatever, it's just, you know, monotonous. Mm -hmm. So like having that variety I found to be really good. So, yeah. I think um, both you and Liv both kind of mentioned it, like you mentioned that, you know, coming here uh, to Hex, lifting weights, training on a continuous basis makes you feel good. You touched on the sort of health and well-being side, the um, mental health benefits as well. So, like, I think one thing that's really interesting with Hex and strength training generally is how a lot of the sort of lessons that we learn, a lot of the skills, a lot of the sort of frameworks, for lack of a better word, that we learn here really translate into sort of your real life. Like, is there anything kind of specific that you've taken from Hex and sort of those lessons that you've learned here and applied them into your real life or into your work life or anything like that? I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just take Phil's workouts and I'm like, cheers. No, um, no but I think uh, probably kind of like what Audrey was saying in terms of it's all about with strength training, mm -hmm. any progress is like good progress and all it's all about those little gains and then eventually you have the big gains and you can take that into life, right? Because any goals you have in life, you just like the easiest way you can accomplish them is just to break them mm -hmm. down into smaller goals um, and then you chip away at it and then eventually you reach a big goal. So I think that for me is probably like, I mean, it doesn't 
not necessarily that that always happens in life, but it's definitely something that you can take uh, mm -hmm. away from the gym into, into life, yeah. I think something for me has been like the tenacity and just to kind of keep on going. I think historically, maybe you luckily mentioned mm -hmm. that you get bored of things. You know, I've been sort of very guilty of, you know, I'll start this thing and oh, it's not really working out for me, so we'll scrap mm -hmm. it and move on to the next thing. But I think that sort of tenacity and just keep working, keep plugging away at the same thing again and again is really something that I've taken away from, uh, from this. Audrey, what about you? So um, uh, for me, I think uh, it was really uh, the resilience uh, thing. So um, the fact that uh, you uh, keep going and uh, you keep pushing and you just don't give up by uh, setting these small goals, it really uh, makes you uh, more resilient, but more resilient in your own life as well. I think it's really uh, this part that, uh, that I think helped me uh, here. So, yeah. Similarly, I did a marathon as well. My training in my 20s was kind of solo training where you go out for a three-hour run by yourself, but that there's no community there. Mm. You kind of, um, coming here every single day, you, however you're feeling when you come in, you can kind of draw off different people and leave feeling amazing each time. And has that been quite an important thing for you? Yeah, definitely. You? Especially with kind of working from home and the pandemic, like sometimes coming here is like the only social thing yeah. <laughs> in my day, which is amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. And Jackie, I think you mentioned it that, you know, your physical appearance has changed more substantially while you're weight training versus when you're training with marathon. Like, you know, we've all heard the conventional wisdom or lack thereof. And um, when people are like, oh, well, weight strength training makes you bulky. And, you know, if you're going to look like a man, if you lift weights and women should you know, lift light weights at high reps versus the opposite. Yeah. Like, what are your take? What's your take on that? My take's that, well, it was the exact opposite of that. Like, I just think you do get a bit more defined. And the reason why like, I bring up running a marathon is because, you know, I always thought, oh, I'm going to run this marathon. I'm going to be so skinny because like all runners are skinny. And it, it, this wasn't the truth. Like I felt like my body just wasn't well defined. And then, you know, you just start lifting weights. And like, I think things for me, at least, they, they just tighten up and it's just like you're, but you're not like bulking out. Like you just, you do, you know, you have muscles, but it's more like toned and they're just in line with like the how your body should look so you know it was a really positive thing for me and then it was just yeah I just felt better about myself mm. and you know it wasn't as boring just like running <laughs> and that sort of thing yeah. but yeah so like I just I think like yeah I just think your body looks I I think bodies look better when you lift weights yeah so, I agree yeah yeah it's, it's interesting because like as a PT, I get I train mainly women, and uh, lots of women come to me and say, "I want to like tone, tone up. up." I want to get fit and tone up, which is fair enough. That's what you've we've all been given or whatever in the in the media and everything like that. But the idea of toning up it, that's not a thing. You're built like every whether you're a man or a woman, you're building muscle, mm -hmm. and if you're a man, you've got testosterone. You you and if you lift heavier and heavier then you're gonna probably become more bulky but like women are not we're gonna essentially like tone up <laughs> because yeah. we're building muscle but ultimately like we're all doing the same sort of like process so um yeah this misconceptions around mm. it are, like can be frustrating mm. but um i think we're all evidence to the fact that we're not all sat here like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you think we as a society or even as women within society need to sort of change the narrative from 
wanting to be slim and skinny to being strong and I don't know what the other word would be like athletic or what I don't know what the other healthy. word would be healthy mm. like is, do we think that there is a do we think that the narrative in society is skewed mm. yeah yeah even still yeah for sure I think as much as people might want to there is there's a stronger voice now for like strong not skinny but like overwhelmingly still with like celebrities and everything like that I think the voice is still that skinnier is better um and fake is better sorry anything fake is better yeah you know Um, and it's really it's a really hard one to budge but I think that we probably are seeing a lot more women who are like stronger and with healthier kind of like um body types being promoted so I think Mm. it's moving but it's just it's very slow yeah. Slow gains, just weight training. Yeah. Like so, Liz, you kind of touched on you know your life sort of being easier, like physically. So mm-hmm. carrying a suitcase, carrying a shopping, going up and down the stairs. And I completely agree with that. Like you know, my knees don't creak as much as they used to. Yeah. I'm not even that old. My knees used to creak. They don't anymore. Like what do you think? Like aside from just being physically stronger, like has strength training kind of given you? more freedom more confidence more you know anything like that's kind of makes your life a little bit easier to live on a day-to-day basis yeah i think so i think with with confidence it comes back to the kind of the body shape thing again like with the running or with other exercise you could kind of have a flat stomach but mm. behind it it's better for it to feel solid that's like it's <laughs> just a, just you just feel better and it just means like like i said like if your core strong mm. then your everyday life is easier so yeah there's loads of benefits Nice. And and Liv, obviously you're doing a lot of work in pensions, pre and postnatal, like Mm -hmm. the women who come to you at that stage in their life, they've obviously been through or either are going through or have been through a fairly substantial trauma. Yeah. When they come to you, do you feel they have a different perspective on what they're looking to achieve than people who come to you without having gone through that? Or what what do they look for? I think um, there's a lot of nervousness, Mm -hmm. quite rightly, around... Um, you know given, giving birth if you haven't done it before then you're not sure what to expect um, if you have then given birth you're, you, you know it's your body suddenly looks a lot different to sort of how it was and that sort of thing so um, and you're you know you want to do basically what's best for you and, and your baby right so mm-hmm. that's kind of like a lot what people are um, coming to me for is yeah how do how can I like make my body essentially Mm. that the best it can be um i think uh like prenatally um it's amazing to see sort of like the and 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 um postnatally but it's amazing to see basically women who do train through their pregnancy like how much better they feel like postnatally um like if you are able to keep that consistently if you train before even if you start sort of starting um when you're pregnant but like you, you know you n- never you're not going to be doing like massive gains but like you will um just having that like fitness and strength um in the lead up to birth can help a with your birth but also um postnatally and yeah it's it's been really incredible to see with some of my it's that sort of from a recovery like, perspective so that they get back to baseline quicker yeah 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 um your body is in like you know as you said giving birth is can be traumatic uh, as your body's going through big big sort of changes so um if you're like think about it like the stronger you can be 
for that like time, um, the less likely you are to have. Um, and you know, this is not to say that just because you exercise that gets rid of like any potential um, injuries or things like that. But um, yeah, it definitely sets you up better for that. Um, and then um, working back to exercise after that, mm -hmm. um, you're you know you have more muscle memory to that sort of effect. So I think it's great because obviously you're doing kind of postnatal classes at Hex at the moment as well. Mm -hmm. Um, sort of feeds into sort of the, the next point, um, which is around, you know, International Women's Day is coming up and the theme of this year's International Women's Day is break the bias. Yeah. And I think we've sort of touched on it that there is there are some biases in the media, so where men strength train, they get strong and they kind of they're admired for that, whereas women sort of maybe feel a little bit insecure about that or they have that sort of the the narrative is around, oh you look manly or bulky or whatever it might be. Like, what can we do? Obviously, we at Hex are doing a lot of things that we'll talk about in a second around kind of breaking that bias and making sure that women have equal access to health and fitness um, throughout their sort of um, life stages. But what do we need to do as a society to sort of break this bias when it comes to health, fitness, well-being? Good question. <laughs> um. I think, as I say, it's um, there are like there is progress being made, but the more um, influential people and not influencers, but you know, influential people who can actually promote the um, being like st the benefits of of being stronger, um, like that, and 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 particularly on like the younger generation, mm -hmm. so that they're growing up seeing that rather than uh, you know super skinny or super yeah. fake. Um, I think, yeah, that's one of the things we could be doing. Um, I don't know if anyone has any ideas. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it also comes from uh, education and uh, society as a whole. I can see, uh, you know, coming from France, in France, it's much more... Um, we are not there yet <laughs> uh, compared to, to in the UK. In the UK, I feel like people are more into this, uh, you know... Uh, uh, being strong is good and uh, you should be uh, feel good in your own body mm -hmm. and you can be whoever you want and do whatever you want like in France like the society is like still very very strong when you need to be super slim and super fit and and all of that and the more sophisticated person yeah exactly but it's it's I can see it in my everyday life it's incredible I was in France this weekend and I already like was able to just see it like it's it's really impressive how it's really like the the society that build us like this. Mm -hmm. So I think like really from when we are kids, and even like having like school programs or things like this that uh, make kids like uh, play together mm -hmm. and stop like maybe separating like uh, boys and girls uh, in groups and just make them like do the sports all together so that they see that like girls can build the same capabilities yeah. as guy as um, the the boys. You know, like things like this, I think it would be really important. So I think all of these things that like, really comes from education mm -hmm. at the right at the start, as, as you mentioned, definitely. Yeah. I think this is a grassroots campaign that needs to happen. Yeah. So from school. Yeah, definitely. It's not going to change. Otherwise, we really need like this because influencer, as well as you mentioned, like they are so strong at the moment. And we mm. still see so many people like... Uh, um, promoting uh, being super skinny, uh, being uh, super fake as well, you know, as, as you say. But we need like something that starts from 
the very beginning, as you mm -hmm. say, like when the kids start, that they understand that they can be as strong as males, but also that, yeah, they just need to feel good and not be skinny, especially. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing, I think. Yeah, it's interesting, um, just from a like postnatal perspective as well. Um, it's looking at sort of, you know, a lot of people, when you think of health, health and fitness, you're like thinking of the medical side of things as well. And um, a lot of people have their check uh, checked by the GP after mm -hmm. they give birth. And then the GP basically, that's them saying, oh, by the way, you can now go and do the exercise. And they're like, well, what does that mean? Or like, and they're either going way too like crazy with it or you know they don't know where to start and the GP doesn't really have that uh, much um, yeah. like knowledge to give them and uh, one of my clients postnatal clients is a doctor and she like you know I get it it's not her expertise yeah. so it's fine but you it's kind of amazing you know what I'm saying you can do this she's like I didn't think you're able to do like any core work and I'm like well you are but you know this is, this is how it works and um, the fact that you know like women aren't able to go to their doctors and and you like ask about these kinds of things like if we can fit that more into the way we talk about um like our health with mm -hmm. um doctors and medical professionals yeah. rather than you know like and doctors just saying oh you need to like lose some weight or yeah. something like that well, yeah, like healthier harsh. like if we can promote like strength and resistance training within the mm -hmm. nhs and that kind of thing i think that would be really helpful for people yeah. as well I think there's a massive um, sort of gap in the market, for lack of a better word, around women's health, fitness training. Even when you think about, you know, most studies, scientific studies that are done, they're done on men. Mm -hmm. And the results are sort of, um, the, the results are assumed to apply to women as well, which isn't, yeah. isn't true. I think there's a massive push within HEX and within the wider sort of fitness community to sort of really uh, recalibrate those scales. I think at HEX, one of the great things that we're looking to do is uh, our Ladies at Lift program, which starts on the 16th of March. Yeah, we're kicking off on the 16th of March. <laughs> um, and I think what we're trying to do on that one is really try to educate the women in the gym and everything about their training. You know, how do you you know train around your period? How do you uh, nutrient uh, yourself? Feed yourself well. Correct <laughs> <laughs> nutrients in your body. Oh my God, this is time. Um, but I mean, like, is there anything specific that you would like to see Hex do more of or like to include in that program from a kind of women, empowering women to manage their health and fitness better? I think on the nutrition side, it's it's completely different. I, I heard one of these podcasts, uh, I think Phil was on talking about struggling to get as many calories, he can't get the calories in basically in terms of, um, you know, like that's not typically something that a woman mm -hmm. struggles with in yeah. terms of, I don't, you know, we don't need to get 4,000 calories in across the day. Yeah. Uh, so maybe so, something sort of tailored around time of day to eat before mm -hmm. training, post-training recovery and... Um, the amount of protein that we would need versus a man yep. and all that sort of stuff. So I think that's very interesting. Amazing. Anything else that anyone would like to add to that one? If not, let me know later on. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting out of program. We're still working out what the details are, so no worries on that one. Um, I know Nathan is sort of looking at us time-wise. Um, so one more thing to note in everyone's diaries. Uh, next Monday, no, next Tuesday, which is Wednesday? Wednesday. The 8th of March. <laughs> next week we are running a very special International Women's Day 
Uh, workout at 7pm so that is available on Wadboard so as soon as it's available make sure ladies you sign up for that um, girls thank you so much for joining me today just before we end I guess let's do a quick fire round one thing someone was thinking of joining Hex or another strength training gym what would you tell them to do Liz what would I tell them to do <laughs> um, come for a free trial and see how accessible it is mm-hmm. for everyone Yes, come and check it out. Listen to, <laughs> listen to the podcast and hear how friendly we are. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think most uh, important uh, have a look at uh, the community that is around it because it's not just a gym where you'll be there lifting weight by yourself. It's really the whole community that is around it. So come check the community as well. Amazing. Yeah, just just come with an open mind and try the different classes because there's kind of a different flavor of everything here. So amazing. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much. Um, Everyone who's listened, thank you very much. Uh, See you all on the 8th of March and then again on the 16th. Thank you. Thanks.